Welcome to the show up dad. This is a podcast for hardworking fathers looking to level up their fathering skills and be more than just a paycheck or provider for the home. I am super pleased to welcome none other than Jake Meeks. Jake is a general foreman. He's been in his tools for eight years and is from the great state of California. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, what's up, Dave? Thanks for having me, brother. Oh, no worries, bro. Can you give listeners a little background about yourself, Jake? Yeah, man, for sure. You'd, uh, just an average dude from Southern California, kind of grew up all over the place in SoCal between Orange County and, and Inland Empire, just kind of grew up doing all the action sports stuff, kind of grew up as a little hoodlum, skateboarding, surfing, snowboarding, riding dirt bikes, all that good stuff. Uh, uh, I grew up pretty average family, average home, um, kind of standard blue collar, hardworking. Dad was a contractor, owned a construction company, mom was a realtor. Uh, Pretty standard, dude. Didn't grow up anything crazy. Definitely knew how to work hard. Got taught that at a young age. Got taught that by dad here a little bit here and there. Mom was a pretty hard worker. Uh, definitely had some high hopes and desires growing up as a kid. So never shied away from hard work or anything like that. And I think that was a big catalyst to get me where I'm at now. Mm -hmm. hmm. And uh, can you... Can you uh, expand a little bit more about your childhood, brother, if you don't mind? Yeah, for sure, dude. Uh, definitely wasn't anything crazy, dude. Um, grew up in uh, Ritchie Canyon. Grew up riding dirt bikes all over the hills up there. Um, mom and dad owned a restaurant pretty young age, so grew up seeing mom and dad doing nothing but work. Um, just me and my sister, we lived in the house that my parents built up there. Kind of grew up doing what we want. We had a lot of freedom parents were always pretty busy and occupied and stuff like that so kind of did what we wanted as kids um just riding dirt bikes throughout the hills every day doing all kinds of cool stuff like that um i think uh parents owning that restaurant and stuff like that kind of led to early divorce stuff like that i think i was six years old my parents first got divorced and that just kind of led to i think a lot of the same problems that a lot of these other people deal with in our country or maybe even the world where they push themselves too hard and stuff like that. I mean, living in Southern California is definitely not cheap. So parents push themselves hard and probably drove each other crazy. Dad ended up kind of bailing and moving out to the beach and kind of doing that thing. And I ended up staying with mom. So ended up kind of getting raised by single mom who ended up having to be mom and dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and how, how has that shaped your life now that you're an adult? um it's, it's pretty crazy man like I have a lot of respect for my mom for sure you know what I mean I uh mm -hmm. like I said she played both roles so getting raised by a super hardworking mom like taught me the both characteristics of I think human qualities like being hard disciplined hardworking, having integrity stuff like that as well as having some love and compassion and things like that but having respect for women and seeing what my mom went through and stuff like that was pretty crazy, dude. Definitely uh, have a lot of respect for my mom, dude. She's a badass woman. Absolutely, bro. You know what I mean? Our mothers are such a big impact in our lives as well as our fathers. You know what I mean? Uh, just to touch base on that, Jake, um, what are some things that you, you learned from your dad, negative and positive that have influenced your life? My dad was a really rad dude growing up, man. Like, 
-hmm. he was always super there really young like dad was always i mean i have some of the best memories going riding dirt bikes in the hills Mm -hmm. and saturday morning getting donuts going to the skate park going snowboarding dad was always super there super into it whatever we wanted to be into he was all about balls to the wall 100 percent going to work with dad super young learned a lot of good traits like that hard work i mean my dad was like macgyver dude can do anything with nothing so definitely learned how to be clever um dad could definitely figure some stuff out not only could he work with his hands but dude could sell water to the well you know what i mean so dad was a pretty rad dude growing up young um i think he just took on a lot you know what i mean so then uh learned some negatives from him you know what i mean saw them go through that divorce saw my dad kind of bail out probably got over in, in over his head with a lot of stuff from divorce just like a lot of people do i think sometimes that mm-hmm. kind of turns out to be nasty with people especially if they haven't done like that inner work within themselves and kind of tapped into a higher level of consciousness you know what i mean they end up like tapping into the vices and alcoholism and drugs and women and you know the things are man's demise you know what i mean the things that a lot of us has been through and i've seen it kind of try to break me in my own life luckily i've got to see my dad make those mistakes so i was able to know who i didn't want to be from a pretty young age you know what i mean like that's been probably the biggest thing for me like knowing that's not how I'm going to end up. I'm going to end up having an abundance of friends and family and health in my life. You know what I mean? Like I want to take those positives and negatives. I learned that for sure. And I took that to other relationships, like coming up around a lot of these other guys that have kind of raised me and just kind of understanding not everybody's going to be perfect, mm-hmm. but everybody does have good qualities and attributes that you can take from them. So if I got 10 people right here, I want to take one good thing from all of them and leave the negative behind, you know what I mean? And try to make myself that man that I know I could be in my heart. You know what I mean? So whether it be good or bad, dad was there, dad wasn't there. Like there's nothing but positivity in it for me. You know what I mean? Like I just try to look at every experience in life as a blessing and a lesson. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely, dude. And I agree with you. Um, whether your dad was there or not, you know, whether he was engaged with you or not, you know what I mean? He still had an influence in your life. You know, he still had an impact to where you're at, where you're at today. You know what I mean? And, you know, that's awesome that uh, you actually gained your identity from that. You know what I mean? You saw, Hey, I don't want to be like this. You know what I mean? And you saw the negatives and the positives and you made it for your own personal growth and, and to be better, to be a better human being. You know what I mean? And one of the questions I wanted to ask you, brother, is what are you going to do as far as like later on in the future? Say you have kids. How are you going to try to not make the same mistakes? What do you see for yourself as far as that dynamic? I think the biggest thing, dude, like I kind of touched on a minute ago was taking the time right now in my life, like before those things come, before being a husband and being a father before those things come taking the time to do the inner work find out who i am find out that i don't need the vices i don't need any of that shit you know what i mean like doing the taking the time to become a good man before it's even time to be a man you know what i mean Mm. before i have to go through those lessons and learn those hard lessons you know what i mean that's Mm. kind of the biggest thing for me dude like and I've seen it in my mom as well. You know what I mean? My mom was uh, a pretty young mom. My mom had my sister when she was 15, actually, with my dad. Um, but with that being said, you don't get the time to 
become a woman in my mom's case and become a strong person you're just boom right into motherhood and it's just it's no joke she never had a chance to grow up you know what I mean never had a chance to learn these lessons and learn what kids and people in general should go through you know what I mean you're going to go through things like my both my parents definitely had some thin patients and stuff like that growing up which that was cool dude I like being raised hard you know what I mean it's awesome and I think that's something that's kind of dying today you know what I mean everybody can attest to that I'm sure the way that these kids are being raised and it's it's crazy to see but I think things like love and compassion and patience are things you learn through growing up and making mistakes and learning lessons and doing the inner work on yourself before becoming a father and a mother and stuff like that you know what I mean so that's kind of where I'm at today I mean I like to do a lot of reading and kind of checking myself constantly you know what I mean and becoming a strong person right now be developing these healthy habits that attract people to me and you know what I mean become a mm -hmm. blessing to all these dudes around me and be a mentor before I have my own kids you know what I mean like that's super super valuable to me you know what I mean and listening to these podcasts just doing all these things so when it's time to put these lessons that I'm learning from all these different platforms into play I'm like boom I got to learn that from maybe somebody else's mistake, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. before I have to make that mistake on my own, the hard way and damage people and things like that. You know what I mean? I think that's huge. Absolutely, bro. And I agree with you with all that. Um, Self-improvement definitely comes from, you know, mainly trying to, to help others, you know, and the only way we're going to do that is if we actually put in that work like you're doing right now. I, I think it's awesome to see such a young man as yourself just to be able to really just take the time to sow into yourself. I know that sounds kind of selfish, but it's not really selfish in the way you're doing it. You know what I mean? You're, you're before you take on another responsibility, like a family and all that, you want to be the best that you possibly could be. You know what I mean? And that's essentially setting you up for a great fatherhood, a great parenting. If that's what you, sh you know, so choose to do, you know what I mean? And that's, that's awesome to see that. I, I, I think more people should actually really think about that. You know what I mean? I know things happen and you know what I mean? Like your mom and like even my parents, you know, my mother was pregnant with twins at the age of 16. You know what I mean? And that, that's a hard lesson to learn. You know what I mean? But yeah, dude, absolutely. I mean, like the way I see that is I could totally piggyback right onto that. The way I see that is like, I got to make myself somebody that I want to give away. You know what I mean? Like whether that be to my, my spouse or my kids or my mom, you know what I mean? I got to make myself somebody I want to give away. Somebody I'm proud to say, here's what you have for a dad, a husband, a son, you know what I mean? And that's, I think that's huge. You know what I mean? I don't want to give away some lazy dirtbag who can't be honest, doesn't have integrity, can't stick to their word. You know what I mean? You can't, rely on this person there's no way I want to become that you know what I mean and mm -hmm. I think that's huge creating yourself to be an asset in other people's life you know what I mean and just becoming what you wish to attract too you know what I mean yeah yeah definitely law of attraction absolutely dude and I like that you hit the nail on the head of, of just being a role model you know what I mean they look up to you you know what I mean whether it be having children your wife uh people around you at work you know what I mean you know, you got to set that example as a leader, you know, they say a, a leader has influence. Well, what is influence? You know, influence is being able to have people follow you. You know what I mean? And people definitely will want to follow somebody who's, you know, clean cut, 
You know what I mean? Got his shit all dialed in, excuse my language, you know what I mean? Versus some guy who's just all sloppy and, you know what I mean, looking like a, a bag, you know what I mean? And, you know, I, I like that. I like your whole perspective on on leadership and everything like that. And that's why I brought you onto this podcast, dude, bro, is because for being as young as you are, I mean, it's so great to see that you're doing the work. You're putting in that work that you're doing. I mean, that you don't see that. It's, it's rare that you see somebody like you and you're going to have great influence on a lot, a lot of people, bro. And I just want to commend you on that. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure, dude. Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I mean, if anything, like I appreciate that a compliment like that, but if anything, dude, it's, it's for other people. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I want to be somebody that kids like me can have, you know what I mean? Like I faced some humbling experiences within the past few years and I had a couple of people I could rely on and go to, but not deeply, you know what I mean? They didn't understand and didn't know what I was going through. So for me to be able to be somebody now that I can talk to a kid who goes through some of the same kind of things, like, Hey kid, you're going to be all right. I made every mistake and more. You're going to mm -hmm. be just fine, dude. Keep doing the right thing, being a good person. And it's all going to work out for you. You know what I mean? So rather than like doing, being a leader for the attention or for the status or whatever like that, I mean, I could care less about that. You know what I mean? I, I think it should be for other people. And that's what I try to base it off of every day. You know what I mean? Being able to give somebody and give, give hope to somebody who feels hopeless at one point, like I did, you know what I mean? Because there's, I, mean, I was down, I was kicked, I was in the gutter, I lost it all. And I had not a lot of people to rely on or people to relate my situation to. So it was like, dude, where's the hope at? Am I going to make it out of this? And I did, and I struggled and persisted through it, made it out of the trenches. And you know what I mean? In my own eyes, that's what it was for me. You know what I mean? I felt like it was all gone. My dream was taken away and mm -hmm. I did it to myself, but then I made it out and I did all these, all this work on myself and I made myself somebody I could look in the mirror and be proud of. So now I can give that to somebody else. You know what I mean? Show these kids or whoever. Yeah. Look, you're going to be all right. Persist through it. Keep pushing. Even if you don't see the light at the end of the tunnel, keep pushing. And not only are you going to come back, but you're going to come back better, stronger, and your wildest dreams are going to come true. Just like mine have in my own life in the past couple of years. You know what I mean? I find it surreal, the situation I'm in now. You know what I mean? It's awesome, dude. Like, I just, I thank myself for getting myself through that. And now it's time to be that light in these other dudes eyes. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. that's important to me, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Brother, you touch base a lot about your mom, you know what I mean? And you talked about how big of an influence in her, in your life she was, you know what I mean? Um, I wanted to ask you looking back, how big of a toll did this take on your mom? What did you, what did you see, you know? her having to take on that role? Oh, dude, if anything, the roughest part for my mom was dealing with me, man. I was a <laughs> dude. I was a knucklehead growing up, man, for sure. Big time. I, I mean, I had had a ton of energy. I wanted to do everything. I wanted to be into everything. I wanted the attention. I wanted the girls and I wanted to, you know what I mean? I wanted it all. So I was all over the place, dude, just a troublemaker in every aspect. Um, mom had it rough with me for sure. She had her hands full big time. Not only that, but trying to work, trying to have a career, trying to put food on the table. Uh, mom did awesome, dude. But the biggest thing I see is like coming an adult into my own life. You mm -hmm. realize how hard it is to be a strong person on your own and feed yourself, let alone a kid. You know what I mean? It just hats off to moms and single moms. It's crazy. 
blows my mind thinking about what my mom went through nowadays because I see how hard it is just to make it in this world living in California gas prices are over five dollars it's insane you know what I mean so these single moms out there that are making it through that trying to raise kids and it's awesome dude for sure so mom did good though man I hats off to her she's my hero you know what I mean Mm -hmm. yeah heck yeah man it it really seems like she was really really committed to you guys you know what I mean and I want to say that commitment is saying that no matter what comes in the future, you're going to stick it out. Commitment means that you have obligated yourself to follow through on your word. A commitment is your personal guarantee that you will do what you promised. Okay. Your mom's commitment to you and your sisters was, or your sister was undeniable, bro. And that that's like you said, hats off to her. She did a hell of a job. Okay. That being said, how has her modeling this trait transformed you for the better? I think you're nothing without commitment. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? People who can't live their life with decisiveness and commitment and integrity. I don't think you really have anything. You can mm-hmm. have all the money you want in the world, all the material items and the girls and whatever else, you know what I mean? The career and all that good stuff. But if you can't be somebody who's committed and sticks to their word, I don't think you have anything, you know what I mean? So that was the biggest thing that I've taken from my mom. You know what I mean? Just no matter what making it through and no matter what doing what you set out to do and being that rock for somebody, you know what I mean? It's pretty unreal. I think what, uh, not only commitment, but all the other traits that my mom displayed raising me as a kid is pretty insane, but commitment definitely being one of them. And I think commitment, me being able to stick to something and stay consistent to it for years and years, no matter if there was something in it for me or not, you know what I mean? So yeah, commitment's a big one, man. Yeah. And that's, it's crazy that you say that because we live in a world today where, you know, everybody goes by the saying, what's in it for me? You know what I mean? What's in it for me? Everybody wants to know what's in it for me. And when you're committed like that, you don't look for that. You're just there because of your word, because of your bond, you know what I mean? And and that's, that's an honorable trait. I have to agree with you on that, dude. So she had this tremendous amount of influence on your life, right? Looking back, how has having mentors been a positive influence in your life, dude? Mentors, man, that's a big one. So the biggest Mm -hmm. thing for me was uh, getting into the trade, probably. That's where I could probably talk about mentors the most. Um, I do line work. I fell in line work at a super fell in love with line work rather at a super young age i was probably 15 maybe 16 when i had committed uh Mm -hmm. to doing line work i knew that it was something that was super fitting for me it was suitable it was exactly what i wanted it was the adrenaline rush and all the things that i was into you know what i mean so uh got into trade really young coming from somebody who wasn't raised by a dad full-time and all that good stuff kind of raised by my mom so finding these mentors was just huge for me. These dudes were everything to me. These dudes were my dad. You know what I mean? These guys raised me. These guys made me a man. Um, these guys were everything for me, dude. I, I bowed down to these guys. And what's crazy is they weren't always the best dudes in their own home lives and stuff like that. But these dudes definitely taught me to be a man. I mean, the discipline, the integrity, the hard work, the grit that I learned from these guys. I mean, these guys knew some commitment. You know what I mean? These guys have been in the trade for 20 something plus years working out on the right away, seven days a week, 
you know what I mean? They weren't missing a day. They were hitting it hard no matter what, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Committed to a trade. So the mentorship has been something that's been huge for me just because, like I said, man, the trade is what's made me a man. And that's what drives my love for the trade so deeply. You know what I mean? Knowing what it did for me as a man and a human and knowing who it made me and be able to offer myself to other people down the line. And there's just so many great things that I learned from these mentors, decisiveness, just walking in righteousness and living with integrity, man, is awesome. So the mentorship thing is huge just because I know what it did for me. So my biggest goal is constantly trying to be that mentor. We have these young apprentices and young groundmen and stuff like that, that work for me. And you never know what these kids are going through. You know what I mean? Just because nobody knew what I was going through and stuff like that growing up. You know what I mean? So being that solid mentor that these guys can have, especially in a world like today, everybody's, everybody's got problems. Everybody's got a drug problem, an alcohol problem, uh, money problem, all these kind of things, you know what I mean? So being somebody that's solid and being somebody that is a man of their word and stuff like that, I think is awesome to be able to give to these guys. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so talking about these mentors, you gleaned a lot of different uh, characteristics that you liked from them. What is some of the the top, like say if you had top three, what are the top <laughs> three things you look for in a mentor? Like what what attracted you? some of the things definitely man i mean that's that's funny that you talk about that dude because that's the biggest thing i mean i think there were people at a younger age that maybe tried to mentor me because they did see me as a kid who i always had to always heard you have potential you have potential when i was being a little knucklehead growing up in middle school and high school and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but these dudes didn't have things that were i mean no disrespect but they just didn't have things that were attractive to me you know what i mean they didn't have whether it be the lifestyle, the look, or even superficial things, you know what I mean? It just, they didn't come with the things that were attractive to a young kid. So when I did find these mentors that did have things that were attractive, they were strong men who were men of their words. They weren't dudes walking around preaching one thing, but living another thing. They weren't telling me to be a solid dude, but walking around with a beer gut, a donut in their hand and every other problem in the world, a drug and alcohol problem. These guys that came into my life that had it figured out, you know what I mean? There, there's some solid dudes that I came up around for sure. And I was, I'm very, very fortunate to come up around some hardcore good dudes, you know what I mean? Who are legends in my eyes, you know what I mean? So, I mean, top three, I mean, for sure, just being a hard worker, being consistent. I mean, I could go on and on. I think there's a lot more than three traits that I can touch on that are mm-hmm. important in being a mentor, you know what I mean? But being someone who's just understands that goodness does not flash it glows you know what i mean somebody who's going to be there all the time seven days a week no matter what you know what i mean somebody who's consistent Mm. so those are those are things that are huge to me man it just i just try to be somebody that these kids can be attracted to and somebody that you know what i mean somebody that has that positive mental attitude you know what i mean i'm not going to tell these dudes to live a certain way and be a certain way and do all these things and carry some negative mindset around because who's going to be attracted to that you know what i mean like Mm -hmm. all right we're going to do what jake says to do even though he's some miserable for lack of a better term dick you know what i mean like no Mm -hmm. way dude like live life with a positive attitude and teach these kids what discipline and integrity get you you know what i mean they get you a deep sense of happiness and a deep sense of satisfaction and you feel fulfilled you know what i mean so those are things that were big for me 
Yeah, no, and I agree with all those things too. And definitely as a leader, we have the ability to change the atmosphere. You know what I mean? Whether, you know, I like what you touched base on how, um, you know, if you're being an ass or you're putting out that negative energy out there, you know what I mean? You're going to change that whole entire atmosphere and then everybody's going to be drained. You know what I mean? Everybody's going to be negative. And you see that too much in the world today, you know, whether you're working in construction or you're working at a utility, there's so many people out there that seem to be negative. You know what I mean? How do you combat that negativity? Like when, when you're around people like that, you know, what, like, what do you do? To, to keep from letting that vibe bring you down? Oh, you know what, dude? I wouldn't even say I have to combat it in other people. I would say I have to combat it in myself most of the time. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. like you've probably heard the term before being inherently negative. Like I think I, it sucks, dude, but it is what it is. I feel like a lot of days I wake up and inherently almost negative, but it's doing that constant work, forcing yourself to not hit snooze on that alarm clock, getting up, hopping down on your knees, getting down with a prayer, expressing some true deep gratitude starting your days like that eating the right foods hitting hard workouts doing those things that come to you from those prayers and from that gratitude living in line with your intuition you know what i mean if you're doing the right things and you're grateful your intuition is going to be gifted to you and that's like no matter what you know what i mean so doing those things with consistency i mean i don't think anybody i don't care who you are I mean, I don't care if you're Tony Robbins. I don't think you're going to roll out of bed the most positive unicorn shitting out rainbows. You know what I mean? It's (laughs) it's just not going to happen. These things take like hard work and discipline. You know what I mean? And I think it all ties into each other, whether it's spiritual fitness or physical fitness. It all ties into discipline and gratitude and humility, helping people. You know what I mean? Those things are just so important and valuable. So when I find myself in a situation where I'm not helping people and being selfish, I'm not working out, I'm not eating the right foods, I'm not adhering to my vision that's gifted to me from my higher power, then mm-hmm. I find myself being negative. I could be in a great situation where I look back and think like, dang, dude, two years ago, I would have done anything to be able to be in this situation. But now I'm like sitting here taking it for granted and bummed out on what I have, you know what I mean? And it just takes a mental check and then getting back into that discipline and repetition and no, no no here's what gets jake back to the positive mental attitude you know what i mean and then i think those things go to carry on with everybody else man i think like these dudes i work with and stuff probably get tired of hearing me preach about positive mental attitude and how you do anything is how you do everything but i think the people that it does resonate with appreciate it you know what i mean and yeah. i just try to uh i try to emulate the things i'm talking about you know what i mean showing like maybe those things do work. Like Jake seems pretty stoked on life. So maybe those things he's talking about do work, not going blowing his wad at the bar and putting himself back into these negative cycles in life. And you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Abusing people and taking things for granted. You know what I mean? I just try to really emulate the character that I'm trying to preach constantly. You know what I mean? So I think that's the biggest fight with negative for me. I don't really think like, I think, uh, Luckily, the situations that I've gone through in life have developed me and developed a callus on me mentally to where other people's negativity doesn't really affect me at all. You know what I mean? My own perspective is the biggest thing that's constantly my priority. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, absolutely, brother. I think it's interesting. You keep touching about some of the uh, 
stuff that you went through in your life that caused catalysts for change. Uh, do you mind if you share with our audience a little bit about that, the struggle that you had to go through? For sure, dude. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, I think in some people's eyes, it might not be something that's too understandable, but kind of like you touched on before, uh, I fell in love with the trade super, super young, man. It was, I obsessed over it. It's all I cared about. I remember climbing poles when I was 16 and it, the kids in high school are like, you want to be a lineman? Like look a little small to play football, bud. You know what I mean? Like since day one, it's been my obsession. Anybody in my family or any of my friends can attest to that. Like it's been my life and my passion since day one. I knew I wanted to be an outside contractor. I obsessed over this dude. I'd park on the side of the road, watch these dudes change out poles for hours, watch them fly in sock with the helicopter, do all kinds of cool stuff. You know what I mean? Like it was, it's what I live for. So when I had the chance to finally get into the trade, get into the apprenticeship and all that stuff, I mean, from the, from the get-go, I had to face some adversity, packing my stuff up, driving across the country, living in, living in my truck, living in hotels, making no money, just making the ultimate sacrifices to be in the trade. And none of that even mattered to me. All that I cared about what I was, was that I was running this dude's handline. That was the most amazing thing that I could possibly be doing. Mm-hmm. I was content. I was just, I was living the dream. You know what I mean? So kind of going through a long road in the beginning of the apprenticeship and uh, finally getting in the apprentice back in the apprenticeship in California. Um, just, I mean, I smoked every day to the filter. I, I just did it. You know what I mean? I seized the moment and every day I immersed myself in it. I became the best that I could. Like I said before, I was lucky to have some awesome role models and mentors that gave me a lot of really good experience and taught me some hard lessons and gave me some really, really good experience. You know what I mean? Like hats off to these guys, Jerry Brown, Jeremy May, Wook, Dave Kibbe, just these unreal dudes that taught me some crazy stuff. Um, later down the road, I mean, comes the problems of me probably not learning the humility and the things like that, that having a dad in my life may have taught me, you know what I mean? So I go down the road, I have everything. I have the money. I have the house. I'm 20 years old. This, that, I get a little bit cocky, start doing some stuff. That's, I mean, ultimately showing the universe that I don't take what I have seriously. I take it for granted. You know what I mean? And the next thing you know, boom it hit a wall, get kicked out of the apprenticeship program, get myself in the bind of a lifetime. I mean, everything that I thought I had on lock gets ripped out from under my feet. Boom. Life slaps me. You know what I mean? That reality check comes and now I'm stuck with nothing. I mean, nobody to have my back, nobody to pick me up and say, Hey, bud, let's do this. Let's go down this path. I mean, there's just nothing but confusion. You know what I mean? I like how me, I thought I was god's gift you know what i mean it was it was just crazy the things that i had thought about myself because i had i just never had that alignment with humility and keeping my ego in check and things like that so boom get this uh adversity thrown into my life and i had to go through some serious struggle for a couple years just like i said before traveling living out of my truck i mean that was where i met you when i was going through these times you know what i mean there was a big uh it was a big test to myself and a big humbling experience you know what i mean so um, biggest thing for me to take from all that was just, uh, taking these hard experiences and taking adversity as blessings and lessons rather than cursings and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Because ultimately I wouldn't trade that situation that I went through for anything. I mean, I made it out. I went and stuck it out, lived in, lived in motel sixes that were more like drug houses and stuff like that. You know what I mean? For 
so long. It was just crazy and put myself through these mental tests and practice that discipline, practice that mental fortitude, read the books, did the work, worked out. You know what I mean? I spent years just doing these things. Um, and it, it was just the only way that I knew that I was going to get what I had back and just did all this inner work on myself and knew who I wanted to be as a leader and as a father and all these things like that. And just this big humbling experience that I had forced me into a situation of a lot of isolation and stuff like that, which were just so, so good for me, man. I mean, I think forced me into the role that I'm in now with being in a position to be able to help people and give things to other people and be a leader and all those great things, you know what I mean? So I think any kind of humbling experience that people go through, any kind of adversity that they face, all it takes is a quick perspective change to be able to realize that it's a blessing and a blessing, blessing and just taking positivity from every situation, no matter what, you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely, Jake. No, and you know, I, I got to contest with what you're saying, because I mean, like you said, I, I ran into you while you're on the road, you know, doing this deep down, you know, soul searching type of, you know, thing that you're on, you know, this journey that you had to go on and embark on. And, you know what I mean? Just to see all the stuff that you went through and just to kind of be a part of that, you know what I mean? It was, was awesome to see, you know, to see where you're at today. You know what I mean? You went from a guy having to really bring a shovel and dig deep to a guy to where you're, you're living the dream. You know what I mean? You're, you're, you know what I mean? you like you said it, you've, you've reached this, this goal, you know what I mean? Now what's the next goal? What's higher? You know what I mean? What, what, what do you have your eyes set on for that? You know what I mean? And it, it's cool to see, it's good to see guys like you who have these aspirations for greatness, you know what I mean? Especially in a world like this dude, where everybody wants to hold you down. They don't want to let you rise up. You know what I mean? I, I like to see guys like you and I just want to commend you for that brother. Yeah. Thanks Dave. I mean, like we talked about, I did meet you when I was on that journey and you definitely were a huge role model and all these things for me, just the experience that you have in life, being in the teams and all the cool things that you've done and been through in your life. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it was, it's the perfect example of mentorship and how valuable it is. I, I mean, whether you want to call it divine connection or whatever, but you're one of the dudes that I cross paths with out of all the dudes that I could get taken under and somebody like you, who's, seen some real stuff, faced some real adversity. You know what I mean? It was awesome to be able to run into you. You know what I mean? And that was just one of the parts in my path that was just priceless as far as mentorship. You know what I mean? Like helping mm -hmm. me keep my head high and seeing from a, learning from another dude who's made some mistakes and things like that. You know what I mean? You could become somebody who's going to be valuable because of these mistakes and because of this adversity. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Well, thank you, bro. I appreciate that dude. And I wanted to ask you, Jake, last question, brother. What advice would you give yourself 15 years back or not even 15 years? Let's say uh, five years back from where you're at today. What advice would you give yourself if you can look back? Five years ago, man. Hmm. What I want to start with is probably saying I wouldn't change any of my situation five years back because I think there's nothing like life experience to teach you. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? No matter what advice people give you, no matter what you read out of books, there's nothing like life experience. Mm -hmm. There's nothing that compares to it. You know what I mean? I wouldn't change any situations, but the biggest thing I would teach myself is staying humble and keeping that ego in check and remembering how valuable that is. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. helping people and remembering that it's not all about you. You know what I mean? That's, that's the mm -hmm. biggest advice that I can give for myself 
five years ago, honestly, I would, I'd have to go with humility. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and you know, that's, that's a big thing to learn, dude, humility, <laughs> you know, it's hard, yeah, you know, sure. especially having an ego and then being a, an alpha male and stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's hard to, to really keep that in check. But I think when you're unbalanced, right. When you're unbalanced, that starts running wild. And next thing you know, you know, you're getting yourself in a bind, whether it be a bind because of your own fault or you're thinking you're greater than what you think you are. And next thing you know, you're, you're getting hurt. You know what yep. I mean? There's, there's a lot of lessons. Out there. There's so many guys out there that, you know, this happens to, you know what I mean? Whether it be from ego or complacency or whatever, you know what I mean? Life is real. And if you give it a foothold, dude, it's going to, it's going to get that stronghold on you and you're going to pay the price. You know what I mean? Guess what? That man is rich, dude. You know what I mean? You got to pay yeah, the is. man, you know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, once again, Jake, thank you for being a part of this uh, show up dad movement, dude. I thank you for coming on here, dude. And just being able to share your testimony, your story with us, dude. And uh, it's, it's, it's great, dude. I love it. I love what you're doing. I love to see young guys like you just being leaders, dude. We need more leaders today, you know, like yourself. So thank you. Once Absolutely. Again. Yeah, man. Uh, thank you for having me, Dave. And I want to commend you and thank you for everything you're doing, man. I think it's really cool. You've devoted a lot of your time and your life to this man. It's awesome. There's nothing like having the mission that you have. And I don't think there's a better dude to do it. You know what I mean? So you're killing it, man. It's awesome to see this all work out. Well, once again, thank you for coming on, Jake. And uh, thank you once again, you know, listeners, I just want to thank you. We are a nonprofit organization looking to ignite the fire for father engagement. Uh, for more information on our Fathering at 15 program, go to www.theshowupdadfoundation.org. And uh, this episode is brought to you by our sponsors on Fire Ministries, Line 1-1, and the Modern Day Tradesmen. Once again, go to Instagram, look them up. They're there. They got some awesome apparel and some other cool gear. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Show Up Dad.